Okay, today we're going to talk about the Champion League semifinal first leg. And the first game we're going to talk about is going to be Real Madrid and Manchester City. So the game happened at Bernabeu. And, you know, we're assuming coming into this that Manchester City, a team who's having, I mean, they're arguably the best team in the world right now, right? In the Premier League, they're fighting against a team who's having a clean season this year, right? I'm talking about Arsenal, who technically should win the Premier League and we all assumed they were going to win the Premier League but it seems that Manchester City is so good that it got they got into their head right before they were playing against each other and then they destroy them so mentally they kind of already gone so they're going to win the Premier League no doubt about it right and then you know you saw them in the Champion League campaign they destroyed Leipzig they destroy. I'm not. I'm not gonna say they destroy Bayern, but come on, right? Bayern was so frustrated that they were fighting themselves. Like after that game, they're they're still not the same. You get what I'm saying? You would assume in them coming to Madrid that they, this shouldn't been as hard as it turned out this game to be, right? But again, on the other side, you had Madrid who just won a Copa del Rey for the first time in a long time. Okay, I'm talking like Tony Cruz. This is his first time winning. Copa de Rea. To put that in perspective, okay, what's his name? Busquez has, I think, eight. You know? My man has like eight or something like that. Cruz only has one, and this was his first one. Nevertheless, they won a trophy this year already, where Manchester City can't exactly say that yet, right? They are in a final, they haven't played yet, and the chance of them winning that final against Manchester United is quite high, quite high. But anyway, going back to Madrid, Madrid is a team who's Always, every time about this around the season, they tend to dip with performance and people start downing them, downing them hard, right? And again, this is kind of what it was. You know, we were all hyping up Manchester City and we were kind of downing on Real Madrid. Even me, I, you know, in this two leg, I still have Manchester City winning this, but this game really puts a murky on that prediction because really Madrid could have been one to nothing going back to Manchester City. But then again, City has an upper hand in the sense that they haven't lost at home in a long time when it comes to the Champions League, right? So that, that gives them an awesome advantage. And the last season, it was the other way around where Madrid would go away. And then when they come home, they kind of just destroy people. So the favor is still on Manchester City's side. But just this game was, it was quite telling. Let's look at the stats. Manchester City had 10 shots. Madrid had 13 shots. Manchester City has six on target. Madrid had four on target. Okay. And you expect Manchester City to have the possession of the game as well, which they did. And de without De Bruyne, right? If De Bruyne didn't have that crazy strike at the end, what would we say? If Manchester City lost this game, how do we, how, how do you think we would assess this game? Truly. You get what I'm saying? So City, it doesn't matter. They have to win. Okay. So Madrid started with the lineup, as you assume, the front three were ready to go you know Vinicius put a picture out a few days ago saying he was like in a project tamer where he was like hey I'm recovering getting ready for the big day you know what I mean he's letting you know and Vinicius is a player who's been having a stellar season he's the best player in Madrid right now okay Benzema is second best to Vinicius Vinicius I mean the the progress he's been making is crazy. He used to be known for just being a great dribbler and he used to miss chances after chances. But this year, actually really starting last year, he's just been going up and up. He's been clean. The strikes has been clean, especially the goal he had in this game. It literally came out of nowhere. Okay. And then 
we have to give a props to Cavalinga. This guy is not a right back. You know what I mean? He even, they even asked him like, hey man, is this you? Is this where you're at now? And he's like, no, I don't play right back in the French national team. Sorry, Ben, but it seems like he might just be there for a good long time because he is a great player. He's, he's not just a great player. He's a great athlete in general. He has the brains and the skill for football. He literally can play defense. He can play midfield. You can even put him wing and he'll play it. That's how talented this kid is. So props to Madrid. You know, they're just lucky to have all these talents. And, uh, you know, he was the man of the match. I know that De Bruyne got the man of the match, but really it should have been Calabinga. He worked his butt off, okay? The goal from Vinicius, I mean, he did all the work. Vinicius just striked that ball. Again, the strike was incredible. I'm not obviously taking that away from him, but I'm just saying the hard work led to that strike was all Calavinga. And then at the end, you know, uh, where you can even feel, you can even feel as the game went on, that Manchester City was realizing how hard it is to beat Madrid. You know what I mean? They were contemplating that. There'll be moments in the game where they have full control of it, and out of nowhere, Madrid kind of just switches and controls the game for a good amount of time. And they have players like Vinicius, Karim Benzema, and and Rodrigo, who any moment, any moment they can shoot the goal, any moment they can score. Like these guys are all lethal players. You know, Karim Benzema, every ball he shoots in the goal, it just goes in, right? And then you got, like I said, Vinicius, who's basically the best winger right now. This year, no one has been better, okay? But that being said, the game ended 1-1, okay? And I still think it's on Manchester City's favor. And we'll just see what happens next week, okay? But so far, this game was a lot of telling. It kind of just shows you how it's just very hard to beat Madrid. Okay, the next game is the two big Italian teams, AC Milan and Inter Milan. So these two teams are a team who are still fighting to be in the Champions League next year. Inter Milan is in fourth place and AC Milan is in fifth place right now in the league. So there's a chance that one of them might not make it in the Champions League. But then again, there's a chance that they could all make it and then like somehow Lazio gets out of top four. You know what I mean? It could be possible. That's how unpredictable Syria is right now. Okay, so coming into this game, you're assuming that Inter Milan was going to have a little hard time trying to beat AC Milan at their home, right? I know they have a good record against them. In the past few games, They AC Milan has been losing to Inter Milan, right? So coming into this game, you're just assuming that it's going to be home, it's a champion league, and the way AC Milan's been performing in the champion league, that this game was not going to be as open that it was. This game was wide open, okay? Right when Inter Milan scored that first goal, I mean, it felt like AC Milan right then is when they broke. Like right then they felt that, man, maybe we're just not strong enough to really win, you know, the Champion League. Not just win the Champion League, but not just even go to the final. That's kind of the spirit they gave you. Because throughout the game, Inter Milan was having, I mean, they could have had at least five goals in this game. AC Milan just didn't show up and Inter Milan really showed up. So now going back to the second leg, it's going to be in Inter Milan's home. I truly don't see any way where AC Milan can get any kind of win. You know what I mean? They have to perform the way Inter Milan performed in this game and defend better. Because technically, AC Milan had few chances, right? And they obviously didn't have their firepower. You know, Leon wasn't there. So that took so much away from them. But there's no excuse for that. They could have got at least one goal. Okay, you're thinking even when it was like one to nothing that they could have get a goal, 
but they just couldn't. And a you know Inter Milan was getting comfortable as the game was going on. You get what I'm saying? So in my eyes, I see no reason where AC Milan can come through out of this. I see the Inter Milan coming to the final, and you know playing against one of the two giants on the other side. That's that's the only way I see this. I believe this tie is truly already over. Anyway, disappointed by AC Milan. And, you know, this just means that, like, their season, they went from winning the Serie A to literally not being in the Champion League next year. And I would like to blame Giroud, but I can't even blame Giroud because nobody was serving balls to Giroud. The midfield was non-existent, in my opinion. Okay? That's how much Inter Milan was controlling the game. Quite sad. Okay, that's what I'm going to end today. I'll see you guys next time.